Castledermot Monastic Site Despite its relatively small size, Castledermot contains a real wealth of history and heritage. It takes its name from St. Dermot, or Dermud, who founded a monastery here in 812 AD. The monastery was known as Dicer Dermida, or Dermot's Hermitage, and it has been suggested it was founded on the site of an earlier hermitage here that dated back to around 600 AD. Dermot was of royal lineage and descended from the kings of East Ulster. He was associated with the Kuldee or Kaila Day movement, which translates to the Companions of God, which emerged in the 8th century. These were hermetic monks who sought out isolated places to live and worship. Dermot died in 825 and his feast day is celebrated on June 21st. He was described as teacher of religion for all Ireland. Located on the site of what is now St. James's Church of Ireland on Church Lane, the ancient annals record that Vikings raided the monastery at least twice in the century after its foundation and that it was burned in 1106. Evidence of this early monastic settlement can still be seen at this site. The most prominent feature is the 10th century round tower which is 20 metres high and is constructed of granite. It is unusual as its doorway is just slightly above ground level, unlike other round towers which have doorways elevated well above the ground. The original conical cap was replaced by battlements in the 18th century. It was built to the north of the monastic church rather than the west, as was the norm. Round towers served a number of functions. There were bell towers, they were symbols of prestige and were used to store valuable items. They may also have been refuges or lookouts. Although there are a handful of examples in Britain, round towers are almost exclusively found in Ireland and are something of a national symbol. The church to which the tower is now attached was built at a much later date, though there are elements of the earlier church preserved in its structure. As you enter the site, the base of one of the three high crosses in this graveyard can be seen on the right. Just beyond this, the Romanesque arched doorway, which formed part of the early church, still stands. Romanesque was a particular architectural style that flourished in Ireland in the 12th century. The doorway, with its ornate carvings, is a fine example of this method. Turn right after you pass through the doorway. The Viking influence on Castle Dermot is indicated by the presence of a hogback stone which lies on the ground to your right. This is a carved grave marker, or House of the Dead, of Scandinavian origin, and this example in Castle Dermot is the only hogback grave in Ireland. Though similar monuments are found in North Yorkshire and Northumbria, where they are generally believed to date to the 10th or the 11th century. The unusual hogback shape is thought to represent the shape of a Viking longhouse. Although there is some decoration on the stone, it is not known whom the hogback commemorates. Close to the hogback is the southern high cross that stands over two meters tall and dates from the 9th century. The carvings depicting various scenes from the Bible is well worth a few minutes study. The base of the western face depicts animals being herded, 
Some have speculated that this is a hunting scene, or perhaps Noah gathering animals for the ark. On the panels of the shaft you can see, in ascending order, Daniel in the lion's den, the temptation of St. Anthony, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, and a raven bringing bread to Saints Anthony and Paul. Above this, the western head of the cross shows the crucifixion, with the sacrifice of Isaac to the right and King David playing his lyre to the left. Above the crucifixion, six figures can be seen on two separate panels. One suggestion is that the top panel represents the mocking of Christ by his captors. Moving around to the southern side, the base displays the miracle of the loaves and fishes, while above this, along the shaft, the twelve apostles are represented in pairs. The eastern face of the cross contains no figures, but some fine geometric carving on the shaft and the head. Finally, the shaft of the northern side contains carvings of various figures. Although they are difficult to decipher, one theory is that they relate stories associated with King David and his slaying of Goliath. On the base is an image which is thought to represent the betrayal of Christ by Judas. Moving along the south side of the church, there is a probable early Christian cross slab with a hole in it. It is known locally as the swearing stone as people traditionally made agreements by shaking hands through the hole. From here, proceed around the back of the church, where you can get a closer view of the round tower. To your right, you can see the Northern High Cross. Like the other crosses, this too is from the late 9th or early 10th century and is carved from granite. Various biblical scenes can again be seen. On the base of the eastern face, there is decorative carving. Above this, on the shaft are two panels which are taken to represent the Hermetic monks, St. Anthony and St. Paul in the desert. While the head of the cross shows the crucifixion with the twelve apostles on each of the forearms of the cross. The southern side has some fine decorative carving on the shaft with the miracle of the loaves and fishes on the base. Moving to the western face, the head of this cross shows Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden with King David on his lyre to the left and the sacrifice of Isaac to the right. Below this, along the shaft in descending order, Daniel in the lion's den, the temptation of St. Anthony, and the three children in the fiery furnace are shown. The base of the west face, along with the north side of the cross, has further decorative carvings. The unusual carving on the base of the north side may be an angel. When you are finished here, you can walk about 300 metres to our next site, the ruins of Castle Dermot's Franciscan Abbey on nearby Abbey Street. Please turn to the next track.